The thrill and excitement of March Mania is here, and DraftKings Sportsbook, one of America's top-rated sportsbook apps, is giving new customers a shot to turn 5 bucks into $150 instantly in bonus bets with any college basketball bet. You can find all the lines and available odds, of course, at the DraftKings Sportsbook app. North Carolina listeners, don't forget, DraftKings Sportsbook is now live in your state. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code SBNFL. New customers can bet 5 bucks to get $150 instantly in bonus bonus bets only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code SBNFL. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 8778-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility, deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Hello and welcome to another edition of From the Podium where you hear directly from your Kansas City Chiefs. I'm host and audio producer of the Arrowhead Pride Podcast Network, Stephen Serta. Chiefs took the practice field on Friday for the final time ahead of Sunday's matchup against the Washington football team. We heard from head coach Andy Reid, wide receiver Josh Gordon, and kicker Harrison Butker. We'll start with Andy Reid, then we'll hear from Josh Gordon, and we'll take a quick timeout. When we get back, you'll hear from kicker Harrison Butker. Here's Andy Reid. We look forward to the challenge of playing the Washington football team. And listen, I mean, I know they're well coached and they've got good players. And so we, our guys have had a good week of prep and, um, you know, we'll get on, get on the plane tomorrow and, uh, and go down there. And, uh, the, the guys, <clears throat> the guys have done a good job thus far preparing to play what they know is a good football team. Anyways, with that time, George. Let's go first to Todd Lebo. Go ahead, Todd. Hey coach, um, Charvarius has been out for a while now. I don't think we've talked a whole lot about his absence, but what sort of, strain does that put on the rest of your guys because he was someone who was pretty reliable for y'all yeah well we got Fenton back and that that helps um he's he did well last week and um so I, I think we're okay there you know we're, we're we, we should be fine <clears throat> and uh main thing is he, he it just said that thing heals up and, and he goes I think we're close like real close so uh but it just it wasn't wasn't quite back all the way yet. Go ahead, Todd. And then we're going to get a chance to talk to Josh here. You've had him here for a couple of weeks now. Uh, what's he been like off the off the field? Have you gotten to know him a little bit? Yeah, not, listen, he's a quiet kid, but he, he's a you, you'll find this out. I mean, he's a smart kid and um, well spoken, and he, uh, you know, we, I've enjoyed him. I mean, he's he's easy to be around. Looks like he's fitting in with the guy as well. <clears throat> um, and and uh, he, he's, uh, I feel like he's in pretty good shape. So I think he came in in pretty good shape, but uh, just playing the game now, I think he's, he's, uh, he's in a pretty good spot right now. Let's go next to Seren Petro. Go ahead, Seren. Uh, Coach, and I'll, and I'll have a follow-up too, if I could, Brad. Uh, just the, uh, Getting the chemistry, right? Like I know you guys are trying to find it. Injuries obviously complicates that problem. It's, it's also happening in Washington, right? Their calling card last year was defense, and they've really struggled and, and haven't been able to get that side of the ball to click. What are maybe some of the challenges that are there that we don't see as, as media, as fans, that 
you know, are bringing it together? Is it managing the personalities, people's home lives, you know, different, like what, what are some of the bumps that maybe aren't apparent that, that make it more difficult to find that chemistry and get it all in? Like, yeah. So I, I think it's time. You got a bunch of new guys and uh, only time takes care of that. And uh, I think the guys like each other, which you remember uh, Bill Russell was asked that question about, uh, about the self, why were you guys so successful? And he says, because we loved each other, you know. So we're we're uh, we're close, but we just don't have a, a lot of time with some of the guys. But uh, it looks like it's it's coming together. Feels like that to, to me. And um, and then just the reps. So we we keep repping it and, and working. I think we'll we'll be fine. Uh, Patrick's mentioned a couple of things about, you know, his footwork. And I know that's always a challenge, right? Mechanics for any pitcher, right? Uh, obviously any yeah. quarterback as well to, to do those things. So I know there's always probably drills and repetitions and things. He has to work on that, but uh, are, are the things that can get a guy off like based, you know, whether it's his receivers are banged up and struggling to get open are the things, are there bad habits that a guy, cause I asked you a couple of weeks ago, like, Hey, when is a guy kind of who he is as a quarterback? We were talking about Josh Allen and everything. You said about three or four years, are there things that kind of can knock him off stride and, and, you know, maybe he's not as mechanically sound? Yeah. Listen, you know, this, or, and it's this way in every sport, you, you keep working your fundamentals and techniques. You're going to have a hiccup here and there. Uh, and then you just go right back to it and you keep, you keep working it and, and uh, maintain your confidence and, and so on. So, um, you know, his, we get rid of these turnovers and, um, and, and you know, now you're right back, back on track. So, and I have full trust in him and I love the way it works. Um, he always wants something uh, new or evaluated or that. <clears throat> so he's not afraid of becoming even better than he is now. And uh, that attitude will go a long way here. Let's go next to Herbie Teope. Go ahead, Herbie. Hey coach, on the injury front, how confident are you on Joe Tooney's availability uh, for Sunday? Yeah, not, I haven't talked to him, but he practiced today and um, uh, looked like he did a good job. So, I, I, again, I haven't talked to him on this, Herbie, but um, we, he looked pretty good today, yes. Go next to Pete Sweeney. Go, Pete. Yeah, <clears throat> similar question. Um, you had mentioned that Trevarius Ward is close. I know that Chris had tried to play through the wrist thing, and you guys kind of shut him down. I um, was curious maybe how close he could be to potentially returning to practice next yeah, week. Yeah, no, he's, he's close too. So <clears throat> we we're, uh, both those two are <clears throat> are close. And then Blake's is just a matter of his back coming down, and he'll be back into it. <clears throat> We've got three left. We'll go Adam Teicher first. Go ahead, Adam. Hey, Andy, I uh, just wanted to talk to uh, ask you about Tyreek Hill. I know he returned to practice today. How did he look, and uh, do you anticipate him being ready on Sunday? Yeah, he was bouncing around pretty good, Adam. He, he was moving uh, moving well. He's another one I haven't talked to here, but um, uh, I just got off the field. So, but uh, I'll see how he does, you know, what he's done here. But it, um, he was bouncing around pretty good out there. Last two will go Matt and then Nate. Go ahead, Matt. Hey, Coach, you had mentioned uh, earlier in the week about Josh that, you know, you, you envisioned maybe getting him a little bit more playing time last week. Um, just more more practice time. Does that put him in an even better position, you think, this week to maybe see a little bit more action and fit in? Yeah, there's a chance. You know, I mentioned he had nine snaps, <clears throat> and we, then we went into the hurry-up stuff. But, 
we still have, you know, a few plays on the game plan sheet from last week. Uh, he, he would have gotten right around there, probably 20, 20 snaps or so, um, especially when we're in the throw situation. So um, I would anticipate um, him getting – he's got a couple more plays in the game plan. So I think he'll probably get a few more snaps in that. Last to Nate. We'll, see, we'll see how it times out, though, on that, Pat. Go ahead, Nate. Hey, Andy. Um, we've talked about the secondary a little bit this week, but I wanted to ask you about Legereus Sneed and the idea of him playing both the corner and being on the outside. Just what has your evaluation been of him and uh, how valuable will his play be moving forward if he does keep, you know, being in that sort of dual role? Yeah, so I listen, I think it's it's good for him to get these snaps in here early in the season and uh, at both and um, there have been some there have been some learning experiences for him. <clears throat> One good thing about Legarius is he, he's not a repeat offender, as, as you'd say, in, in, in this deal. So that becomes important. He learns from his mistakes. And um, and, and so I, I think we all have a lot of confidence in him. Uh, still a young player, but but he does some great things. And then um, he's learning some things too on, on the on the run here. Coach, we appreciate the time. Thanks for joining us. Okay. Yep. Be safe. Thank you. Hey, uh, Josh. And, and Brad, I'll have a second question after this one as well. Um, Josh, I know you've had good intentions uh, when you've returned to football after being suspended in the past. I just wonder what, what tells you that this time might be different for you. And again, Brad, I'll have a second question. Um, you know, the opportunities, uh, it's a blessing. It's a blessing to have. Um, most importantly, this one being here, it's, it's, it's brand new. It's current. Uh, I'm in the present. Um, so, you know, I'm taking it all in stride and, uh, I'm enjoying it. And, um, you know, I look, I look forward to what the future holds here in Kansas City. Okay. And your, uh, your most recent suspension, um, was in January. Can you, can you kind of detail what you've been up to since then, between then and the time you signed with the Chiefs? Non-stop working out most of the time, just working out, uh, working my tail off and trying to um, stay ready for an opportunity it presented. And uh, here, here I am. So. Let's go next to Todd Lebo. Go ahead, Todd. Hey, Josh, what, what was it about Kansas City and this group of folks here that made you think this was the place where you could not only go win football games, but also keep yourself eligible, you know, on the straight and narrow with the league? Well, Kansas City for an offensive player right now, obviously, in uh, the offensive climate that we got in the NFL, it's, it's a dream destination. You know, it was a it was an easy uh, easy decision to make. Um, and I think, I mean, I, I knew nothing about the city. You know, I just knew that there was a good group of guys here. Uh, the environment, I heard nothing but great things, the camaraderie, the uh, family-like environment. And when I got here, I knew immediately this place that could you know, look out for me, take care of me, and uh, I can reciprocate that back and just come in and do my job, you know, and make it easy on myself. Let's go next to Pete Sweeney. Go ahead, Pete. Hey, Josh, welcome to KC. I was just curious, um, what's been the biggest challenge so far of, of kind of grasping this Andy Reid playbook? Um, I probably just did some nuance of terminology, um, different different words you use here and there, but I'm, I'm familiar with the offense going back to my days in Cleveland with uh, Coach Childress was the OC, I think, then, and Pat Sherman was the head coach. So they knew uh, Coach Reed from, from Philly. 
and a lot of it's the, the exact same. So uh, fortunately, it didn't, it didn't take me too long to understand the concepts. Let's go next to Matt Derrick. Go, Matt. Hey, Josh, welcome to Kansas City. Um, just curious, what, what were your first impressions when you got a chance to, to talk about Andy Reid and his expectations from you? And, and also, Patrick, I mean, what was your kind of first impressions and, and what you've learned about him so far? Um, you know, with Coach Reed, I think, you know, he's a he's a cool under the collar type of guy, you know, which I, which I enjoy. Um, you know, he didn't really hold me to any any high standard, but to come in and be a professional and do my job, you know. And um, like I said before, I'm very appreciative for the opportunity. The fact that they showed interest was amazing to me. And, you know, I just want to make sure that I, I give that back to him, you know, uh, each and every day. And um, and with, with Pat, you know, he's a he's a he's a he's a fired up fired up young guy that loves the game uh, so much. I think he loves winning. He enjoys it so much. I don't think I've really seen that, you know, from a younger player, but it's it's contagious. And uh, I love to, I just love seeing them every day in, in that environment, in that attitude. And it, it can bring your energy up if, you, you know, bumping them down or something like that. You know, so look to 15, you know, and he's leading, he's leading us all the way so far. Thanks to Sam Miguel. Good, Sam. Brad, I'll have a couple of things. Uh, Josh, first of all, you know, just at your age now, 30 years old, you know, you played 64 games in this league. And obviously it's because of suspensions that you haven't played more. Is there urgency given the age that this, this opportunity has got to be the one that sticks and the one that works? Um, fortunately, I don't have the wear and tear on my body. As, as somebody, you know, um, I guess normally in this age and stage in their career. So, you know, hopefully I can play until I'm 37, 38, who knows, but, um, no, but uh, uh, I'm just like I said, I'm just fortunate, I think, to be in this position. I don't feel like there's a, uh, you know, a rush to do anything or do something I've done in the past. You know, I just want to be a part of a great team organization, play my role. Um, you know, I know I'm coming in late to the system. You know, there's guys that have been here since training camp. You know, I really want to come in and try to earn my position. And, you know, and, uh, it, you know, obviously, if I get those opportunities, you know, I want to make a play for the team, most importantly, whenever, whenever they occur. So I don't really have any, you know, expectations uh, as far as uh, timeline-wise, but I just want to go out there and get my all. And then I was just, just curious, you know, obviously you picked to come to Kansas City. How real was interest from other teams? You know, did, did, was it a, a decision that you had between a, a handful of teams, several teams? Can you kind of clue us in on that process? Yeah, yeah, it was uh, – it was – uh, me and my, my group of reps, we were getting word of it, uh, uh, I think, before the announcement became official, official. But, uh, you know, there was a few teams. Seattle, obviously, was still there. And, um, you know, Kansas City, you know, uh, came in, I think, at the last minute. And it was something that, you know, I think I've been eyeing and wanted, wanted to, you know, if given an opportunity, I would love to be here. And uh, there were several other teams, though. Um, I think that this was just the main one that that made the most sense. You know, but. We've got four more, and we don't have a whole lot of time left, guys. So we're going to go right down the line, starting with Darren. Go ahead, Darren. Hey, Josh. Uh, welcome to Kansas City, and uh, be praying for you on your on your journey. Uh, two, two, two real quick questions. One, with your skill set, what are you hoping to add to the Chiefs' offense? And then, when you you know when you leave the game, when you leave practice off the field. Who is who is like your surrounding circle that you know that you uh, associate with? So that way, you know you kind of keep on that on that path that you're walking right now. Um, you know, there's a like I said here, there's a great group of guys on and 
off the field. It's a real family-like environment. Um, I got a great support staff off the field here in the, uh, in the facility uh, from player personnel on down. Um, you know, I've been, you know, I've been uh, given a lot of uh, resources here, I think, to take advantage of. And they've been, they've been supporting me pretty much every day. So it's been an easy transition, I'll be honest. It's mostly just been focusing on football and, um, you know, and just handling, handling life on life's terms. It's pretty, it's pretty normal. Let's go next to Seren Petro. Go Seren. Josh, uh, you, you mentioned training, uh, working out and everything for it. I know it's pretty sophisticated stuff these days, and there's different ways to measure how far you are. Uh, I know Sam asked you about, you know, uh, playing only so many games. You mentioned, you know, maybe not as much wear on the tire, but do you have, like, uh, do you time yourself? Is your 40 what it used to be? Or, you know, are you lifting more? Like, like athletically, where do you physically feel like you are compared to wherever you were on your best day? Uh, that's it. I guess that's a, that's an interesting that's an interesting question. I mean, that's an interesting thing that I've, uh, I've been trying to gauge myself and fill that out for, for the entirety of my career. Um, and I feel, I mean, obviously I don't feel like I'm 21 anymore, but I still definitely feel about the same range, speed, you know, jumping ability, quickness. I've never been, I'm not like, you know, 10 out here like Tyree, you know, anything like that. But um, longer ranger guy, you know, so I know my ability and I'm, I'm given the amount of work I put in, I think there's a, there's a level of uh, confidence there. So I feel, I feel good where I'm at. Last two, we'll go Harold and then we'll go to Nate last. Go ahead, Harold. Josh, I got to ask you, since you posted about it, you were at Garazos with Eric Stone Street. Just is that kind of how you've been welcomed to the community here and, you know, hanging out with them? What was that, you know, meeting like with those guys and just how you've just been really welcomed and embraced? Is that just a point to how you've been welcomed and embraced around here? It's been it's been a, a rapid, uh, rapid, I guess, acceptance to, to Kansas City. And it's been it's been a well received by me. I love it. And uh, it's a it's a great restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> it's a great restaurant, good food there. But no, uh, Mr. Stone Street's a great guy. You know, he's, he's showing me the ropes a little bit as far as the community goes and what places to, you know, to to uh, to try to check off the list when I get time. But it's, it's been amazing to have that type of support uh, like on my first week here, you know, and, and enjoy the camaraderie of the city and the community. And, uh, you know, I, I look to get behind them just as much as, as, as they uh, do me. And last one, Nate Taylor. Go ahead, Nate. Josh, given your situation, what did you feel like you learned most about yourself in these past 10 months to get where you are now? And what did you feel like you gained most in your first time playing with your new teammates? Um, through this experience, I think uh, most of all, it's just um, staying focused. You really have to have an extreme level of focus if you want to do anything um, consistently well in life. And um, I think perseverance, uh, you know, uh, and gratitude, you know, just uh, appreciation for every day, being able to wake up, being healthy, uh, having the resources I have at my disposal to use and uh, really go out there and get what it is that I desire most in life. And that's right now is playing football. And um, we're able to be here. But um, your second part of your question, I missed I miss that. Uh, I can't remember. 
Yeah, just what did you gain most in playing last Sunday, and, and what was it like to, to be in that atmosphere with your new teammates? It's electric here in, uh, here in Arrowhead. Even that, even getting to watch in Philly, uh, you know our Philly fans season zone, but in, in Kansas City, it's good to, it was good to see the, the people back um, in the stands. It was good to see, you know, uh, the offense move forward. It was just, you know, to see the emotions of it all kind of uh, pouring back in. It's like, okay, this, this is – this is where I want to be. This is this is what it was all uh, meant for. So uh, I couldn't be happy. Josh, we appreciate the time. Thanks for joining us. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDSE. You just heard from Andy Reid and Josh Gordon. Now we'll finish things up with kicker Harrison Butker. Hey, Harrison. Uh, recently, Justin Tucker nailed the 66-yarder, and um, Dave Tope said that Chris Horton called him and said that you would be capable of that. Um, what would it take for you to think to, to possibly hit from 67? Uh, I think I'm definitely capable of doing that. I hit from uh, – well, I hit it off the crossbar from 68 yesterday. But I think, you know, Tucker's an innovator. He's done a lot of really creative things in the kicking game. And, you know, I don't know if everybody noticed, but for that kick, he kind of almost did a four-step approach, landed on his kicking leg. I think he talked about that a little bit. And I think that's just credit to him for figuring out how do I get this ball through the uprights at maybe a distance that I can with my normal field goal approach. So, you know, I think he, he challenge, challenges all of us kickers to maybe uh, extend our, our distance. But, you know, that was indoors. I think if I had wind in my back, I could do my normal field goal approach there. But, you know, um, I think you just got to get that opportunity and you got to probably hit your uh, your A++ ball on that kick. Let's go next to Harold Kuntz. Go ahead, Harold. Harrison, uh, a lot more trend now going for fourth down, especially when you see, you seem to get to that field goal range where you would come in around the 50-yard mark or 55-yard mark. I'm just curious as a kicker, what goes to your mind now knowing that you know, teams are, including the Chiefs, are trying to go more for fourth downs uh, than they normally have in the past and just like, you know, I know it's not a confidence thing for you, but it's it's more like, wow, they're going for more fourth downs. How do you, how do you take that as a kicker? Yeah, you know, at the end of the day, we're trying to win football games, and the best chance of winning the game is, is scoring touchdowns, not field goals. But I talked with Coach Tobe in pregame warm-ups, and we kind of go over what we think the field goal line is. A lot of times, you know, it might be the 40-yard line, 42-yard line, depending on the, the weather. So I go into the game expecting maybe a 58-yard field goal as the game goes on. But, you know, if we got a fourth and three with our offense, I think we got to go for it. So I'm, I'm – in support of, of trying to get the first down and uh, hopefully get a touchdown. But mentally and physically, I'm preparing for, for that long field goal if it, if it occurs. And, you know, last game we had the 54-yarder 
um, pop up. But yeah, mentally and physically, I'm still preparing to kick the field goal. And I think going for first downs and score touchdowns is is what you want for for winning games. Go next to Nate Taylor. Go ahead, Nate. Yeah, Harrison. Based on on Harold's question, um, do you feel like this is the best start to a season you've had in your career, even with maybe less opportunities than in the past? I definitely feel my best. You know, I loved the way I finished last year, um, and then I've been feeling really good. Um, um, this year, you know, 2017, I think was off to a good start. You know, I had the first miss and then went on the streak. But you know, I'm just taking it one kick at a time. I'm really challenging myself in, in practice and treating practice every kick in practice like it's a it's a game kick. And I'm I'm happy where I'm at, and you know, just working hard every every practice, every kick I get.